So, ass casters, I know this is going back a little bit, but it was a pretty uh, well well seen game where the Raiders played the Patriots, and the Raiders had got up to a, a first half lead. Carlos was was fairly silent and drunk for the first half, and oh, then yeah. then the Patriots made a, an amazing comeback, and Carlos was the <laughs> loudest person in row two hundred and forty eight. And then the <laughs> then the people around me were like. There was a lady behind us that all of a sudden was a Patriots fan. I'm like, did you change shirts or something? Because I looked around and there was nobody. <laughs> and then like people down there, like to the to our right, were Patriots fans. I'm like, where where did you come from? Now Carlos was Boston, very probably. Carlos was very lucky. I hope so. Um, I don't know if that game was technically a sellout, but there were quite a few people there. Now Carlos got very lucky. The the people in front of us, directly in front of us, left. That's what why, happened. Why was that lucky for Carlos? Well, I wouldn't have fell if they would have been there. Somebody would have caught me. Carlos, you still would have fallen. You just would have fallen into people. Carlos, yeah. in his jubilation of celebrating this comeback, uh, somehow lost his balance through the process no. and went headfirst into the row. Ahead Here's of what us. happened. So we're, we're in our row, and the people in front of us left. So then there was people like that came down and they were just celebrating and this guy looks at me and he's like i got you a beer and i was like i'm coming to get that beer <laughs> and then the people in front were gone so i tried to step into the chair and then my foot went through the chair <laughs> and then i lost my balance <laughs> Hello, I am Robert Stack, and you are listening to the Ask Casters Podcast. Ask Casters Episode 26, the post-Vegas trip edition. We have three Ask Casters here today, two of which went to Vegas to share some amazing stories also, we have had quite a bit happen since the last time that we had a podcast. This is our first podcast of the year. Since the last one, we have had World Cup madness, college football bowl madness, NFL craziness. We've got all types of stuff that we're going to get into today. Happy birthday, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods turns 47, and if we get to it, we've got some amazing Tiger Woods stats. Uh, just so much to jump into. Unfortunately, we've got a situation with the uh, Buffalo safety where just a tragic injury uh, occurred on the field. We'll talk about what happened, maybe what the NFL should do here moving forward, uh, and talk about those types of things moving forward. So we've got our three ass casters. We might have Schwammy call in. We'll figure that here in just a moment, but we'll lead in right to our, our good friend TJ. TJ, Happy New Year. Oh, boys. Um I'm here. I have one less toe than last time I talked to you. Not really. I'm just bullshitting. Oh, that would be uh, a great story. <laughs> yeah, I was like, forget anything. <laughs> we are talking about this. No, nothing exciting happened. Uh, no. Well, you've been doing Did you some partially things. lose a toe? I cut my ankle, but I wasn't really thinking about it. That's, no, that's that's that's, that's full blown depression. New, when you start is, cutting ankle, this bones. is a new TJ. He keeps sending me shit that he's doing pictures of cakes, pictures of pottery that he's doing. Dude, did you see the fucking uh, the? Uh, I can only imagine this is your lady friend bringing you to all this. Yes. Okay. Yes. I was like, there's no way TJ 
is doing this willingly. No, I, well, I it was I was willingly do it doing it. Um, <laughs> it's just it was not my idea, um, but it was fun. I gotta I gotta make a uh, a uh, Sasquatch <laughs> coffee mug. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah I cool. got yeah I gotta paint it and have you, have you drink out of it. No, it's getting it, it's getting it, smelted it right now oh. or whatever. Smelted. <laughs> I think it's made an ashtray. Well, we can go back. Like okay, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. Um, I made an ashtray once. <laughs> no, you don't know. You dated, you dated oh, an ashtray, or you ate an ashtray. Yeah, you, uh, you banged an ashtray. <laughs> did all of those things. Just, yeah, Carlos. <laughs> Carlos, how was uh, how was your break? good you know just lots of drinking falling into the falling into row. life we will get there <laughs> falling into falling life, into life <laughs> stumbling wow. face first into life um yeah no it's good just um never going back to vegas until next time <laughs> until next time andy invites me yeah. oh well let's hop right in we we did talk about in our very last podcast it was the pre vegas podcast this is now the post Vegas podcast, uh, again, pod, podcasters, askcasters, uh, Carlos and I uh, went out just before Christmas to our second hometown, if not our first hometown by now, of Las Vegas, and uh, got into all the ridiculousness that we totally we normally would, uh, including watching one of the most ridiculous ends to a football game ever. We watched the uh, the Raiders at Allegiant Stadium be the beneficiary of uh, one of the worst laterals to end a game ever. And Carlos fell that into the That wasn't even us. a fucking lateral. I don't even know what the fuck that was. <clears throat> what was it? It wasn't a lateral. <laughs> what was going on, Patriots fan? You're asking the wrong fucking person. I don't know what that was. But they fucking keep trying all these dumbass fucking plays that literally cost us two games. I'm not saying we would have won the two games, but definitely fucking gave them away. So interesting. Literally on that last one. Yeah, that was like, bad. Just... And then the fucking Cincy game fucking fumbled at the six yard line because the uh, Pittsburgh can't wait. To, <laughs> the guy kept trying to uh, <laughs> get another yard, and then he fumbled it away with uh, our playoff hopes and dreams. <laughs> So, ass casters, I know this is going back a little bit, but it was a pretty uh, well well seen game where the Raiders played the Patriots, and the Raiders had got up to a, a first half lead. Carlos was was fairly silent and drunk for the first half, and oh, then yeah. then the Patriots made a, an amazing comeback, and Carlos was the <laughs> loudest person in row two hundred and forty eight. And then the <laughs> and then the people around me were like. There was a lady behind us that all of a sudden was a Patriots fan. I'm like, did you change shirts or something? Because I looked around and there was nobody. <laughs> and then like people down there, like to the to our right, were Patriots fans. I'm like, I, where where did you come from? Now Carlos was Boston, very probably. Carlos was very lucky. I hope so. Um, I don't know if that game was technically a sellout, but there were quite a few people there. Now Carlos got very lucky. The the people in front of us, directly in front of us, left. That's what why, happened. Why was that lucky for Carlos? Well, I wouldn't have fell if they fucking would have been there. Somebody would have caught me. Carlos, you still would have fallen. You just would have fallen into people. Carlos, yeah. in his jubilation of celebrating this comeback, uh, somehow lost his balance through the process no. and went headfirst into the row. Ahead Here's of what happened. So we're, we're in our row, and the people in front of us left. 
So then there was people like that came down and they were just celebrating. And this guy looks at me and he's like, I got you a beer. And I was like, I'm coming to get that beer. <laughs> and then the people in front were gone. So I tried to step into the chair and then my foot went through the chair. <laughs> and then I lost my balance. <laughs> but hey, you know what? I was surprised. No bruising. Nothing that, broken. That was impressive. Yeah. Carlos went. Padded chairs, eh? No, concrete. No, he landed in front of the chair. I think I caught myself oh. like my arm because I was like halfway on the chair, halfway on the whatever concrete pad, and then yeah, concrete pad, eh? Yeah, That's what you can call it. it. Concrete. I, I'm just yeah. Concrete I'm, here, I'm here for the show. But ah uh, yeah, I think I think the walk back was more interesting than the game. <laughs> I bailed on you guys. Oh yeah, you're like I'm Ubering. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm like, it's like a fucking half a mile. I'll walk. The, the fireball shots were starting to kick in at that point. And I needed, <laughs> a, some, I needed a toilet. At some point, I was just sharing like tequila with like uh, Patriots fans that were just <laughs> equally as depressed as I was. We just kept looking at each other, like, what happened? <laughs> Do you remember giving people around you hugs, Andy? Andy was a hug monster that day. You don't hug your parents. They weren't at the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, whatever his name is, uh, Chandler Jones, I think is who. Yes, yeah, he won yeah. the game. Yeah, well, he used to be a patriot. Anyways, uh, and he just looks at uh, at me and he's just, come here, just give me a hug, and then turn around to Frankie, give him a hug. Again, and the people, fireball was people, kicking in. This boy around us. God, dude, we were taking shots at like six in the morning. Well, the fireball. Uh, another thing we can talk about, ass casters, that's fairly sports related, is that during during this trip, we also had the fortune of catching the third place and championship oh. game of World Cup, and those games got teed off at the nice and late time of seven a.m. local time in Vegas. And we thought we'd be early, and it was fucking packed. We had to go sit at an alternate bar. That was for <laughs> 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 now. One of the one, I think this was for the third place game. One of the one of those days, I came down there and I it was I I don't know I thought it was the Croatia third place game, and there were three people that were already asleep. That was the Croatia one, yeah. <laughs> they were asleep in the sports betting book at Excalibur, and security <laughs> came by these people like, uh, sir, <laughs> sir. Uh, like they they would wake up and then security would just stand in front of them, just staring them down like. What's the point here? They've already woken up. <laughs> Why are you watching them now? So the goal that day was just not to fall asleep at the chair. And Carlos and I, we, we, we made, made that it. happen. I fell asleep we afterwards. That that how long? How was? How long did you guys stay at Excalibur in the bedding room? We planted roots there pretty early. Oh yeah, and left I created late. a zip code and had a mailing address. <laughs> I had a P.O. box in there just waiting. So one of the things that we figured out, like Vegas is getting a little stricter about giving you complimentary beers yeah. in the sports betting room. So they were they were saying that you needed to do a $100 bet on a sports game to get a complimentary beer. Now $100 sounds like an expensive beer to my little white trash taste. <laughs> so the person also said, or you can bet $10 on a horse race. So I was like, all right. How are you doing that? So I came back to the chair one time after betting on, I think, Detroit and Michigan, or I don't know, one of some stupid game I bet on. But 
uh, I came back with a, a horse race ticket, and Carlos was like, oh, you bet on a horse? And I was like, I yep, I had no nothing about this horse. I, I bet on a Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought a $10 Bud Light. They gave me complimentary drinks when I went to Plays the Bet, and then when I went to Cash Out, because I just plays bets for Andy and I, so they were like, oh, $140 bet. I'm like, well, it's 70 70 Don't need to know that. And then we lost it. <laughs> Dang Vikings. Carlos like, they're both me, but I'm just double jungle-sided at the moment. <laughs> I need two $70 tickets. So anyway, that was some of the Vegas, Matt. I think the other thing that we need to mention from the Vegas trip is the juggler. <laughs> oh, God, yes. And Billy. Millie. <laughs> Bill, Millie Vanilli, the juggler. <laughs> yeah. That dude was awesome. That was incredible. So we, like, got in his cab, who I was like, well, this is just going to be another cab ride, you know? And then... <laughs> Did you, were you, were you, were you, like, tuned in that this might be different because he was wearing a cowboy hat? I didn't even notice the cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not notice the cowboy hat? I was hat? happy he was wearing clothes. And <laughs> I'm asking... <laughs> I'm asking this for the ass casters. I saw him on the Snapchat. He was a white, 60-year-old bearded man, yeah? No, he didn't have a beard. He had oh, long he... hair. Oh, he didn't? Okay. Yeah, he didn't have a beard. Yeah. Oh. Trichotillomania yeah. does that. Yeah, damn Timmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so we get in, and I, I usually like to ride in the front. Because I don't want to fucking sit back there and have to scoot like, around with for people. the cab driver? Yeah, but I don't want to have to scoot in and, like, fucking scoot out. So, I have my own window. <laughs> He got a window seat in a cab, right? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Pay for those, babies. So we get in. Anyways, we get Uber in. X that shit. We sit down, and the guy looks at me, and he goes, uh, your name is Jimmy? And then he looks at Frankie, and he goes, your name's Frankie. And I'm like, well, that's convenient, because that is his name. And then he looks at all of us, and we're like, oh, okay. And then he texts his phone, and he goes, I know what you guys want. And I'm like, uh, what do we what want? you want. Go ahead. <laughs> Please, I'm intrigued. And then he just starts blasting Mexican music. Just blasting Mexican music down the strip. Oh. It was great. <laughs> I was like, this is slightly racist. Did but you I'm okay you with didn't it. request or no one in the car no, requested he, he, it? He just started playing it. Wow. So, anyways, we're doing all that. You know. <laughs> That's really s- racist. Singing. I don't fucking care. Whatever. He's playing the music I wanted. And I didn't have to request it. It was great. Call it racist. I call it good service. <laughs> Just <laughs> 25 pesos. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I should have. Be like, I'm gonna tip you in Colombian pesos. Um, anyways, we we get to uh, the stratosphere because that's where the show was, the stand up show, whatever. And he he's like, okay, don't get out of the car yet. And at this point, I'm like, I will fucking go to war for you. Like, <laughs> just tell me what to do, and I'll do that. And he's like, I got a surprise for you guys, and I'm like, yay. So get out of the car, and he's in the back. Just juggling bowling <laughs> pins. <laughs> uh, that was amazing. I was like, I just want to ride in this cab forever now. That's a racist juggling cab driver. It was great. I, I enjoyed it. So let's uh, let's tie a bow on one of those things sports-wise that happened while we were out in Vegas. Final thoughts on... Not only the who won World Cup in one of the most amazing finals game ever, but uh, maybe the entire World Cup experience 2022 and how how we're going to remember the Qatari World Cup. Do you? Um, two things come to mind. 
Um, one, Messi, where do we rank him all time now? He does have the World Cup under his belt. Um, does that mean he's the best? I, I'm going to leave that there for a moment. The other thing I will take away from this World Cup is how shitty the FIFA is, how shitty Qatar is, and basically... Breaking news. Well, there goes our Qatari fans. Oh. <laughs> no downloads in Qatar. Yeah. Qatar. Our, our show is banned in Qatar. Qatari, Atari, same thing. We have a beer can as in part of our logo. Like, no Qatari is going to... That is true. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even serve beer, like, you know... Fuck them. Even though Budweiser was their primary sponsor. That was hilarious. And then Argentina received $75 million <laughs> worth of Budweiser, Budweiser they products. Still drinking it. There were so many people celebrating in the streets and highways of Argentina. Like, Four I was. Million. From a construction standpoint, I said to myself, you know what? That highway is probably tested for a certain amount of vehicles and weight, but it's not tested for that amount of Four people and weight. People. Holy, I was waiting for one of those bad boys to fall down. One of those highways. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Carlos, I, thoughts on World Cup? I will remember this World Cup. You know, the two girls that served us at that little tiny bar, the little lobby bar. You remember this? In front of the checkout or check-in, like, where we watched the World Cup final. Oh, okay, okay. What was when, when Audrey was giving us donuts at yes. 9 in the morning. Okay, yes. yes. Do you remember the two girls that served us? They had been working overnight. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I can't remember her name. Oh. Um, it she was, was. She was great. It was Hispanic girl and white trash girl, right? Maria and Ashley. <laughs> Elsa and Maria. <laughs> Ashley with a, with a Y. Let's make sure we get that straight. Or Brandy with an I. No, she was probably an Ashley. She was A S H L. I E G H, <laughs> and then there was the Cuban guy. I remember, yeah, cool. But yeah. that's how I remember this World Cup. <laughs> this girl was feeding us fireball shots at oh. seven fifteen in the morning. Yeah, oh. that's and why. Then, I, that's why I had to evacuate the Raiders Stadium as quick then, as I did. And then I'll remember Andy using a towel as knee pads. As the what? As his knee pads. <laughs> Okay, so one D pads one, for what? One to final throw va- up. one final Vegas story. <laughs> now, let me tell this real quick. This is great. So we, you know, we're like trying to figure out what we're gonna do Sunday night. So I texted Andy. I'm like, oh, we're going downstairs. He goes, I'm done for the night. He's like, I can't do this. I'm just gonna sit in my room and Puke. shake. <laughs> and so the next morning, I'm like, God, this is gonna be a sight to see when I see Andy at the airport. By the way, they went like 18 hours before their flight. Oh, that was all crazy sharing. So so I get to the little waiting area, boarding area, and Andy's sitting there. And he looks at me and he goes, man, I was shaking like a leaf last night. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, goes, I had to put a towel down (laughs) to put my knees on top of it so I can throw up. (laughs) It's hard linoleum, man. (laughs) He's like, he's like, the people next door to me, all they heard was this. <laughs> Tiles like on the bathroom s- floor so hard. Sounds like an exorcism going on in Andy's room. Uh, oh, it was it was brutal. Yeah, I was I was on my knees enough. I needed some hooker pads. So did you have the shakes in the nighttime 
because you were drinking too much or not enough? Oh, it was too much. It was too much. We started at 6 a.m. every day. I'm blaming hashtag World Cup. That was all World Cup's problem. Yeah, it was. Because instead of 6 a.m. at the World Cup hadn't been going on, we were started at like 8.30. (laughs) A respectable time. An hour and a half. Hey, that hour and a half is the difference between the shakes and just excitement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so they're... When you think of shame, and I've I've done many many shameful things in Vegas, but that that was one of those. Mo- I told Carlos, I was like, "This is why I get hotel rooms to myself." <laughs> I was like, I can't even imagine that experience with a roommate. It, like, I love the fact that I saw Sharon at the airport here right before we got on the plane, and then I saw her in Vegas right before we got on the flight home. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. She she took sleeping pills at like two p.m. It was great. During which During day? The, day. The, the very first day. Yeah, we got there. And... We land and she dropped sleeping pills. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. Uh, and did she old... wake up that whole the whole day? And or... then your old man was just like, it was like 6 p.m. He's like, well, I'm going to go to bed too. I'm like, all right. <laughs> they went to bed at 6 in Vegas? I, I, well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe they were in the room fucking the whole time. Who that knows? was not happening. I can assure you. Knocking boots. Yeah, maybe they'll have a grand. Maybe they'll somehow have a grandchild after all. <laughs> It'll be their own. <laughs> they created. <laughs> that would be the first time. <laughs> yeah, Old man's first. excuse is up. Oh, didn't bring the Jimmy hats out to Vegas. <laughs> didn't know that was gonna happen. <laughs> Oh, all right. Boy, the weed in Vegas makes your mother real horny. Ugh. All right, the only other thing. I wish I wouldn't Cup. have said that. Sorry. Back to World Cup. That was an amazing finals game. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. We went down, and fucking Argentina was up 2-0 already. <clears throat> and then Mbappé decided to just go ham and score two goals in fucking minute and 30 seconds. He's pretty good. He's all right. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, it was great. I was really hoping that it will be more Argentina fans, like, around us, so that I could, like, piss them off. <laughs> so I could get kicked out of Excalibur. Well, it's not owned by Argentina. It's probably owned by Qataris. <laughs> Possible. Possibly. But that was great. I never stayed at Excalibur, and I think that's going to be my destination when I go back in three and a half years. <laughs> Is it not the best hotel? It's pretty yeah, good. It's up there. It's pretty good. Great. Now, shame on them for temporarily closing down automated roulette, but whatever. Oh, yeah. But hey, I like the little shop they have. It was great. Just went in there and grabbed like two big old Bud Lights, and then they gave us like free shit. I'm like, cool, I'll take it. And there was a guy at the very front making margaritas and went to get one, and he poured like half the fucking bottle of tequila into like four margaritas. I was like, you are going to kill us. That sir. is a good ma'am. Yeah, I was like, sir, this is irresponsible. Take double. <laughs> I, I'll take a double. <laughs> Make sure he's feeding me drinks all night. And then we were outside smoking, not cigarettes, and uh, <laughs> some three chi. Um, three chi. Anyways, and this guy comes up to us, uh, you know, the front area people, and they're like, oh, you can't smoke that here. And I said, oh. Okay, so then I moved to the other side of the no smoking sign, and then he goes, "Ah, right, you can smoke it." There. <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, My <laughs> man. <laughs> oh man, oh what a town! 
Um, TJ, do you remember anything that has happened in the last month or so since we podcast is relative to college football? Um, do I remember anything that happened? <laughs> He's trying to this remember is a sports, right now. This is a sports podcast in college football. So yes, let's start. Let's let's start with the most recent, heading backwards. Um, I saw K-State and Alabama. Alabama killed K-State. I am upset with myself for not betting that one. Um, you got eight, You had eight points to play with if you would have done it. I fucked up. I fucked up. They st- uh, K-State started off pretty well. They well, did. Deuce hit a big one, 85 yards. That, and That cost me. Um, did it? It did because oh. I had his over-under on yards. Oh, good for you. <clears throat> so that happened. KU went into overtime with Arkansas and lo- triple overtime triple and uh, lost to Arkansas. Was that. Um, Can we talk about that last play? How I know this was going back a while, but do you remember? No. Okay. So after Jalen, <laughs> after their quarterback had over 500 yards and five touchdowns passing, the KU guy or mm-hmm, the Arkansas? K- KU guy. Okay. So they're down two points. Getting ready to go for two. Guess who they pull from the fucking game? Their quarterback. They took him out. Okay. For why? The, Unexplainable. The original starter? Uh, yeah. Daniels? Yes. Really? They pulled him for the final play. I turned and then, that game off when it was like 22 to 0. I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. Whatever as, the score was. As most people probably should have. Well, I, I shouldn't I say I'd turn it off. I left Twin Peaks. <laughs> I just walked out. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, that was frustrating because I, I just didn't think that that play made sense. Um, and then if you see the throw by whoever his replacement was or backup or special play guy, I, special he, special play he guy, throws the the, he, thro- he throws the ball about fifteen yards over the head. Of it was just as good as that kick from Ohio State. That was that a was gloriously awesome. shitty kick, dude. That guy is pretty decent from what I was reading, yeah. and I was we were watching it at. A, like a New Year's party we went to, and the guy next to me watching it, he goes, "Man, this is gonna make his career. If he makes this, he's gonna be just in he's the a NFL. legend, legend forever." And then he missed, and I go, "Or not?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "You will not sniff an NFL field in your lifetime unless you're putting down the turf." <laughs> hey, 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 that's our job. <laughs> well, you sell it. Can't be do that. Well, we install it. Maybe, yeah, you can hire him as a turf builder. You know? <laughs> he sure as shit took enough fucking Based turf off that his kick. analysis of kickers, I don't think we want him. <laughs> wow. He just, he just couldn't see the, the uprights. That was the problem. <laughs> it wasn't the turf. Uh, I did bet on that game. Which one? The Georgia Ohio State game. Mm-hmm. You didn't bet on the Bama KC one, but you bet on that one? Yeah, I don't remember what I bet. I just know I bet it and lost. Oh, I bet like oh, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> a new pair of uh, kicking shoes. I think I bet someone. I don't know. I I, I lost. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that's clear. I don't know how the Devils have done really over the last month. Um, I know I've watched them lose. Are they winning or losing right now? Uh, let me tell you. Tied. Tied zero zero. So they are not doing either one of those. Things. <laughs> uh, Did you just make the smooth transition from college playoff football to the Devils? No, I'm still not even done talking no, about it. I was just I'm curious where he's now. going. No, I'm just still trying to gather my thoughts. Oh. Okay. Um, is okay. Here's a question: Is Cincinnati's old head coach the head coach now at Wisconsin? Did that happen, Luke Fickle? I have no idea. I think that happened. I, I think that happened. Okay. I don't know, man. 
Um, so that happened. The, T- the Michigan State quarterback. What's his name? Michigan Not State? Not Michigan State, just Michigan. Wolverines. Oh, Their McCartney? McCarty? JJ Oh, the girlfriend? His girlfriend. Oh, yeah. That's a nice side. That's a nice sidecar. I'm like, just please keep showing her. I don't give a shit about the game. She was great. She was in that, uh, that threshold of, uh, AJ Mc, was it AJ, AJ McCarron? Yeah. Oh, when old fucking yeah. uh, Musburger was perving out, like, <laughs> oh, that's what you get when you're the starting quarterback of Alabama. That's look at, when look that's, at that fine piece of uh, yeah, T-bone did. steak over there. And that's when I wanted to become the quarterback of the University of Alabama for the first time at the ripe age of 27. Hey, with the uh, transfer portal graduation rules and COVID, you could still get there. Yeah, you got some eligibility left, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Graduate student. Yeah. Grad, just yeah, grad. If you start school working graduate. out today and really work hard at it, you will be able to play the. You will be able to play as the quarterback of Alabama on NCAA video games. Um. <laughs> all right. Well, I just need to enroll somewhere for a doctorate and. Uh, Hey, my, I would put I would put your body up against <laughs> Mac Jones' body any day of the week. I'd love to see you get tackled by. Uh, oh, I won't get tackled. <laughs> I won't get tackled. <laughs> You're gonna be like the Michael Vick experience where they have you connected yeah. to something and then you move he's around. Just, no, he's, no, no, he's no. He's just no. gonna have this rule like when he thinks he's getting pressure, he just spikes the ball. <laughs> yep. And, that's, and then I'll have the helmet. I'll have the helmet we'll still. Out as soon as you get tackled. And I'll wear it out into parties and be like, hey. <laughs> I'm the quarterback of the University of Alabama. And they're like, well, who's that watching the University of Alabama? I'll be like, turn the girl up, baby. That's my backup. (laughs) It'll be the only quarterback in the history of Alabama that wears sunglasses in his helmet. (laughs) And headphones. I can't let let Nick know I'm high. (laughs) Papa Saban would cut me. (laughs) You're in there just on the sideline uh, warming up your torch or whatever the fuck that thing's called. I'm grabbing more beers. <laughs> did you uh, did you not uh, participate in any three chai today? I on? had I did participate. Did you in quit some three your chai. habit of smoking whatever the hell that concentrate is? No, I had I had two dabs before I got over oh, here. Good for you. Um, no, I was working right up until uh, I was working, and then yeah. Um. <laughs> so we had a quick story about three chai, not about three chi, but. Um, actual weed. <clears throat> actual weed. We get to Vegas, and we're like, Audrey's cousin's like, God, how are we going to get weed here? I'm like, we're just going to drive through the dispensary, bitch, and we're so, going to get weed. She didn't know it was legal, so she just, like, kept asking people. I'm like, oh, can I get weed? I'm like, I bought, like, half a fucking pound, bitch. Let's smoke. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So she bought the plane ticket not knowing you could smoke weed? I know, because she was like, I, I need to, like, bring some weed. I'm like, no, no not. Five years ago, yes. You yes. buy no, no. Five years ago, it was legal. Because remember, we got that was like three years ago, three four years. Ago. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I really don't remember the last couple of Vegas <laughs> trips. Good. I don't want to remember this one. I really don't remember too Mitch, too much of Vegas. Too like too much, too Mitch. That'd too be a good Mitch. rapper name. <laughs> too, too, too Mitch to Mitch, quit. Mitch too. <laughs> too Mitch to quitich. Um, that was the dumbest thing I said. I've said. TCU, um, TCU made our show notes for two reasons. One, there yes, three reasons. One, they have the best Twitter account mm-hmm. in college football. Good job, Two, they're playing for the national title game. And three, 
Here is the three, two nuggets of facts of TCU I learned today. Right. One, they were picked to finish seventh in the Big 12 before the season started. Hmm. And then we look at the transfer portal and see how many motherfuckers they got off of it. How many motherfuckers did they get? A lot. It's and cool. thinking of USC and what they've just done with Caleb Williams... Uh, Notre Dame just cherry picked the quarterback from Wake Forest out of the transfer portal. My question to you: I thought they got okay. Continue. We'll get back there. Who do you think they get? I thought they got Buffalo's quarterback. They might, but they also got Wake Forest. He just transferred through the transfer portal. Okay. Um, I don't know about Buffalo, but um, so my question to both of you would be: How important is is the transfer portal ultimately going to become more important than recruiting in general? It could be well, half and half. I don't know. I mean, to like the top teams, I think the top teams are recruiting. They're not, the recruiting they're doing is not for like the upcoming season. I think they're recruiting like two years in the future because they're, they're all recruiting fucking kids like pretty early on, right? Like as sophomores, maybe. Oh, they, so you, they're, you, you gotta they're think. recruiting like yeah. like in eighth grade for you the gotta four think five that, star guys. I think the transfer portal is more so for, uh, of course, you're going to have, I think like the kids out of Alabama, they're not going to be getting much into from the transfer portal. I think they're going to be getting out. So Well, if you're a five-star yeah. kid sitting behind a starting quarterback who's also a five-star and you can go play at a USC with Lincoln Riley or <clears throat> whoever it is, um, why do you not make that jump? Right. Max Duggan made the... I forgot where he was at, but apparently he made the jump, and here you have TCU now in the finals. Isn't, like, aren't there, Isn't TCU's running back <clears throat> out for the game on Monday? I don't know. I thought I read that today. Um, no, I, I just thought it was an interesting point and wanted to get, get your thoughts. My thought would be... I would say that the elite programs are still going to be able to recruit and start, on occasion, elite freshmen. And I think that's probably going to be the difference between the elite programs and the non-elite programs. Because I don't know how many three-star recruits and below that you're going to be able to start as true freshmen... Whereas the elite programs, if they get a guy that's good enough, hashtag Trevor Lawrence when he got recruited into Clemson, even though he didn't start like right out of the gate, but he got there. Um, that's only going to be for a select few. And then knowing how to work the transfer portal, I think, yeah, I think it could play maybe like 50% of the, the puzzle. For USC this year, it played... Seventy-five percent of the puzzle for USC this year. Oh, they they, they, they and, won three games last year. Four, but four yeah. Games. And you're th- are you suggesting that TCU maybe the transfer portal contributed maybe more than fifty percent of their success, more than recruiting? Well, I mean, and I I, I have a feeling that what I I this was in passing today as I was trying to catch up on shit, um, but I think. Um, a large percent of their yardage in the receiver game came from the transfer portal. And just a prospect that I was thinking of uh, that we've kind of seen the five stars jump and elite prospects over like elite prospects being able to start somewhere else. 
Joe Burrow initially committed, and he to was Ohio a, State. Exactly. He was there. He was right. there. Didn't get the start, and then he fa- he wound up in LSU. Was, was it he, that, was he was, a five star? He was a four star. Uh, but still, I mean. So wasn't his quarterback room? Wasn't it Joe Burrow, Justin Fields? And I feel like there was one other one in there. And Justin Fields initially committed to Georgia because he is from, I mean, he grew up in Georgia. Okay. Um, okay. Georgia's uh, at Stetson Bennett right now. The reason he had been on, in Georgia's program so long, red shirt, red shirt, and he had to start, he had to uh, sit behind so many guys. And I mean, it, it just goes to show. There, there's talent to be mount, mind, minded, found, whatever. I don't know. Um, resource, resource. There you go. <laughs> uh, there's, tra- there's definitely talent to be found or resourced, as Andy said, in the talent or the transfer portal. Um, I just, I'm interested to see how it carries out into uh, college football and in the playoffs from here on out. You know who another great example of how the transfer portal can or cannot break a program. Fucking Colorado. Just wait till next year. We're going to figure out. We have been dumping on Colorado the entire entire year, and for good reason, and we were right to dump on them the whole year. But I have a feeling when we're going to go from a program that had one win this season, and I bet you when futures bets come out next season – I bet their over under for total wins is going to be at six and a half. I will, I will almost guarantee it. So here's the quarterback room at Ohio State with Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, JT Barrett, Dwayne Haskins. R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> he is no longer with us. We got that card. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so here are here is University of Colorado's current twenty twenty. Three class signed dated. This is who they got. Dylan Edwards, who committed what first to Kansas State and then, then to committed Notre to Notre Dame, then to Colorado. A hot then soon he'll be committed to Derby again. He's coming back. <laughs> He's staying home. Fifth year freshman. <laughs> so I mean, as a Notre Dame fan, I see that and I'm like, okay, maybe it's a good thing he's gone. He's gonna get crushed anyways. He's way too fucking small. Dante Moore. Dante Moore was the five star quarterback that initially committed to Notre Dame. Then he flipped another uh, again. I think he might have flipped another time. Um, so with Notre Dame losing those two, I'm not really too I hate, upset. I hate, I hate that commit. Like it's just. Stupid. I know that drives you nuts. Yeah. So just fucking I think you sign. went to an entire hour rant on that in a previous podcast. Which one? The how they commit. Like I hate it. Just don't commit. If you're if you're unsure, then just look at your options and fucking sign. Okay. <laughs> uh, Omarion Miller, uh, wide receiver, four star. Omarion, he's a good dancer. Adam Hopkins, four star recruit. Morgan Pearson. Um, a friend from high school, also a three-star recruit, Tej McCoy, three-star. So they start to drop off, but they did get um, a couple four-star recruits. One, two, three. Just off Dion getting there. His name's Prime. <laughs> Coach Prime. Optimus Prime. <laughs> okay, so one bet I'm not. Okay, so we had so much success. Did we all make money here in Colorado? Yes. Yep. Did you get in on that one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, as much confidence as we had this season going into that bet, 
I will have z- if they if they plant the number of wins at six and a half, which is where I think they're gonna land. I'm not fucking touching that no. damn thing. If it's under that, then maybe I'll go over. Yeah. But they're gonna. Ha- it's gonna be really really interesting. They have been so bad. I mean USC was bad last year, but they still won four games. Colorado was nowhere close to winning four games this year. How so, many games do they win? Just who Colorado this year? Zero? One. One. They won one, one game. game, and they weren't close in no pretty much everything else. They so, remember they only lost. Uh, what was that thing we were joking about? We only lost to Wisconsin or whoever the hell they lost to. We we're like we only lost by twenty six points. Oh, that was yeah. We we only lost to a ranked team by yeah. There you go. But the Pac twelve is like. They had a better year this year. USC, they had a really good year. USC is going to be great again next year. Uh, UCLA? Oregon is getting Bo Nix back, I think, again. Somehow he's got like an eighth year of eligibility. I think That's he's coming back. He had Can't wait. And a COVID red shirt. So he's coming back. UCLA, I do believe, loses their, their quarterback. But Chip Kelly, uh, he's got them headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Cal's not bad. I mean, the Pac-12 is going to be good. Utah's awesome. Good, yeah. So, um, yeah, they got worked over though the other day by uh, oh Penn yeah, State. yeah, that was tragic to see. Mm-hmm. So anyway, speaking of USC, um, we just had what was it on the Rose Bowl? Lost to Tulane. Blew a lead against Tulane. Yeah. Tulane was a really, really good team this year. I just want to point that out for all of our Tulane listeners. Hey, hashtag Tulane. All the people down in uh, where, New Orleans. New Orleans, the green wave. Yeah. It was once blue, but they somehow it's green. It's like the third game of the season. They did. Yeah, Tulane had a really good season. USC, um, great season. Great season. Uh, they finished poorly, but I mean. Yeah, I don't think anybody expected them to be playing for any significant role. I kind of did. At the beginning of the season? I did. Either. I was pretty... We, we talked about that at the beginning of the season. I, I printed off their schedule. We won money on them. We did. And we went game by game with a little schedule that had Lincoln Riley's ugly mug on it. And we, we had them being pretty damn good this season. Yeah. Well, they'll be good next year. They will. I think that was episode five. <laughs> yeah. We'll put that on the if, year in review. Yeah, that'll be next year's rear in year, year, rear, rear in the view. So, um, one thing I'll mention about Love college. In the view. So, did you guys watch Tennessee versus Clemson? Uh, no. I think I fell asleep. Okay, so. Walk us through it, champ. I am going to walk you through this. So, one thing that I did miss on tremendously, eh, maybe not tremendously, but. I was pretty hot and bothered at the beginning of the season about how good Florida, Florida's quarterback was going to be, mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson, mm-hmm. and my things about Anthony Richardson. Oh, he's, he's six foot four. He's two hundred and thirty-five pounds. To old top all of a sudden. He's got everything that you ever want in a quarterback. I was all about him. He can't throw the ball worth shit. But uh, <laughs> we learned that. Did you year. need that as a quarterback? <laughs> if that's something you're looking for, yeah. we we learned the hard way. I can. Do a mean handoff, but I can't throw the ball. <laughs> I can't even pitch it. <laughs> so, uh, Anthony Richardson, if that's his name, uh, he let he let me down a little bit. I thought Florida was going to be better. I thought he was actually going to get Heisman consideration. <laughs> Didn't quite happen. But, yeah. but, Tennessee versus Clemson. I saw my guy. 
This is my new guy. Number four. This is number seven. Number seven. Joe Milton the third. Is this the new hooker from a long lineage of Joe Milton's? He's gonna get hurt preseason. This is the new new (laughs) hooker, right? It's the it's the Andy curse. Yes. This is the Andy curse. Yes. (laughs) Andy talked up, you know, uh, hooker, Hendon Hooker, and then, bow, hurt. (laughs) Andy talks about Richardson. Can't throw a ball. <laughs> <laughs> now he's talking about some guy, Melton the third, Melton Keys the third, and he's just gonna get hurt. Can we throw in the he's, Raiders he's gonna, there? He's gonna retire. <laughs> can, can we throw in the Raiders, David Carr and Josh McDaniels all in there too? If you want to? Actually, I'm gonna give you a name that's even more regrettable than that, and it's a Raider too. But I'll get to it. I'm John Gruden. Oh, Henry Ruggs. Did you talk? Did you ever say anything about Ruggs? He can't drive a car. <laughs> Not anymore, clearly. <laughs> Should have Ubered. <laughs> That's State Farm jacked his insurance. Guys, yeah. drinking and driving is not fun. <laughs> well, the fucking goddamn uh, upcharge at Vegas for an Uber is crazy. I, I get it. Yeah. I checked the receipt. There was a rugs tax. <laughs> <laughs> They're still trying to pay off that Corvette. 7.6%. <laughs> That's not bad. It had a pop print. Well, I wonder if there's a girl, like a like a basic bitch mom in Alabama who has like the little pictures of her kids and family, but they have like the Alabama team, and then they have Henry Ruggs, and he's just X'd out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing a neck brace. <laughs> Bone rugs and harmony. Wow. Joe Milton the third <laughs> is going to retire before the season begins. Six. Take out insurance he's, policy, big boy. He's, he, he's even got more of the intangibles. Six foot five, two forty-five from Pahokee, Florida. This guy, now I mentioned I was going to say a Raiders name that's more regrettable. He throws the ball farther than Jamarcus Russell. On his knees. On his knees. And trust me, as a guy, they got a towel in his bathroom (laughs) in Vegas. I know. Can you imagine what Andy's, like, uh, you know, uh, tryout would be if he was a quarterback? (laughs) Like, Andy, how far can you throw the ball? Give me a towel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're going to dry the ball? No, no, no. Knee pads. This is is all for my form, coach. (laughs) I just want to prove how... I've practiced this over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) When when you dry heave, it's pretty repetitive, so I've done this quite a few times. I bread my butter and expel my stomach butter all with this one move. (laughs) So my homie Joe, my homie Joe, we're we're friends now. We got, like... You're you're going to fucking set the curse on him. You should not talk about him anymore. You guys can bet the under next year all you want. But my man... And throw the ball. He threw some balls in this Clemson game. Yeah, impressive. Like he, he doesn't even have to. Like he doesn't have to put his arm all the is, way back. Is, is that the same uh, game that they said Peyton Manning won the national championship in? Yes, that is the, that is the same. Even game. Even though he was gone. By even though even though T Martin did that. Yep. Yes, that was nice. T Martin the... was part of the uh, Brady Six. Just uh, wow. Uh, These cool are great great nuggets of knowledge. Yes. Who he, the fuck cares? He's the, that was uh, good nugget. He's the wide receiver coach at University of Kentucky. Who's this? T. Martin. The guy that won the national championship with Tennessee. Oh. He's part of the Brady Six. Who's the Brady Six? 
documentary about Tom Brady getting drafted? God damn it. Oh, the I six quarterbacks. Even, I can't fucking even with this guy. <laughs> I'm going back to Vegas. <laughs> I've got one more thing about Joe Milton the Third. He's his, got three brothers. His, his, head, his head barely fits in the helmet, just like Cam Newton. So when you see him next season, and you're Ripping like... Ripping his shirt off, the yes, Superman. Yes, <laughs> yes, and you're going to know that his uh, entire college was paid for by his daddy, Joe Milton Jr. <laughs> John my, Milton the first. <laughs> my daddy. So anyway, just keep, keep, keep your eyes on him. Poppy. I felt good enough. I felt good enough about what I saw from homie Joe. I think I'll probably... Who the fuck's going to... Who's going to... Uh, who's he going to be throwing the ball to? I don't care because Josh Heupel's the coach. I don't think it matters. Josh Heupel's going to catch some balls. One-handed catches. I don't think we want him out there. No. Josh, Josh has been eating some some comfort food down there. <laughs> you, can't, you can't catch the football when you have two bottles of Jameson in each hand. You just, you well, just sure can't. You can. You just, that's a trait hey, you've you attempted developed. that before, haven't you? Back in your fun times? I, I, was, I could do it, though. Um... <laughs> He, I was good enough with two Jamesons in my hand that catching a ball was no thing. God, you were a Jameson fucking whore, weren't you? Were uh, you there yeah. when he ran the uh, stupid Cupid yes, 2K? We're there and we, were we froze our too. balls off yes. at fucking. And we filled that thing up with. Uh, uh, and your backpack Guinness. was full of Guinness? Guinness, yeah. And then I had a couple shots of a uh, whole Jameson there. And, we and you got thinking... beat to the finish line by a poodle? You know what? <laughs> I think it was a Greyhound. <laughs> it was not a Greyhound. <laughs> I know a couple of greyhounds that could beat them. <laughs> you know, you know what? Can't wait. <laughs> and at 53 minutes and 46 seconds, the cut was made. <laughs> oh, you are right on 53 minutes. I know my timing. I've done this before. Um, <sighs> what was I justifying or defending myself you against? Were try- you thought Ibby was, be by was, a, was somehow going to fuck with your personal life. Um, I just remember the looks we were getting because they were like, oh, which one is yours? We're like, the one with the backpack drinking Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> the, one that has suds, the one that has suds flying out of his why backpack. Did you, why did you have to do that? What, what I lost a bet with you? Andy and I forgot what the bet was. He lost the bet. I was worried that you hey, did that willingly. I could have I could have easily parked my car at the one mile mark and just left that bitch. But I didn't. Did you drive that day? Yeah, I did. God. What a day. Yeah, I, I was there. I did it. Uh all right. Uh what oh one quick gambling note on uh, college football and then we can move on. So during the Georgia Ohio State game, so I had money on Ohio State to cover. Uh, no, excuse me. I had money on Ohio State or Ohio State to win straight up because I had been ahead on some other bets. So I bet Ohio State plus one sixty six to win that game, which was looking very good, very good. And then I think in the fourth quarter, early in the fourth or late in the third, Georgia's driving, and uh, Ohio State's up fourteen. It appears that Georgia has gone for it on fourth down and missed. And they went to commercial, and I went to go live bet that thing immediately. I was like, oh, 55 bucks on uh, whatever the hell the live spread was. And I felt really great. And then they come back from commercial. They're like, well, we're, uh, they decided to review this play, oh. and that was officially called a first down. And you I'm called, like, oh. You should have called uh, Caesar's Palace and be like, can you review my bet real quick? Well, here's what I did. I, uh, I just – 
the the bet was already made, so I just bet the other side of it. <laughs> Get your money back. I'm getting a lot of players' points from FanDuel by doing this. But, yeah, basically I hedged a bet within 30 seconds of making it. It was pretty pathetic. <laughs> That's your record, right? That's the quickest you've hedged a bet? Probably not. I'm sure he hedged a bet and then turn around. Oh, never mind. <laughs> That was a mistake. What do you mean Cat Newton's not a starter anymore in this league? What do you mean Slump Buster's not racing today? <laughs> and what was it? Uh, he... that, uh, Chuck Norris's dog? <laughs> what do you mean Chuck uh, Norris is What running? was the name of that? That was a dog? I, I thought that was Chuck Norris that was Ch- running. Oh, uh, what was Chuck the, Norris's uh, dog? It was, the, it was the only dog to have a beard. <laughs> And he wore a hat. <laughs> a Walker yeah. a Walker Texas Ranger hat. The bunny and the Greyhound had a hat on. Yeah, they, they also dro- drive Uber uh, on the weekend. <laughs> Play Mexican music down the street. Doop, boop, doop, boop, boop. Uh, with a juggling taxi driver. Uh, uh-huh. TJ, uh, are you going to eat Pedro? Yes. So um, I woke up on... A day. A day... <laughs> To eat Pedro, I forgot what day. By the way, ask casters, this is not sexual. <laughs> or cannibalism. Um, <laughs> or racism. I almost ate him, um, and then I looked, I saw that it was going to take, I forgot that it takes eight hours to cook him. So, um, <laughs> again, we cannot stress this enough. Pedro is a plant. And the person I was going to eat Pedro with didn't want, they didn't trust the 30 minute method of preparation. So oh, you, you can't microwave it? No, you can't. You can't nuke him? No. No, he <laughs> doesn't. going to eat Pedro with? Javier. I don't know who Javier is. I do. Yeah. <laughs> is it the one you've been making potted plants with? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mucho potted plants. Um, the one you've been knocking boots with? <laughs> yes, Javier. <laughs> um, uh, We're all inclusive. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, we decided. We accept you as who you are. We, I know. I appreciate it. Uh <laughs> We decided to uh, eat him the next day, but then I woke up at, so I got up at 9.30. We had a late night, early morning, so then I woke up at 9.00. And I had already been drinking for like 18 hours. (laughs) I think Croatia scored four times by then. Yeah. uh, Like, I woke up at 9.30 and went out to the couch, and I was like, all right, I'm going to start boiling it. And then the next thing I know, with like a potato peeler. So you can, you there are a couple ways. Um, what we're, what I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna chop them up, marinate them a little bit, season them. Oh, I'm gonna get some lemon and squeeze some lemon in there, and then boil his ass. You can make a margarita out of. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna do some reduction on him. So I'm just gonna boil. What's reduction? I mean, I should know this, but. So TJ's gonna air fry Pedro. (laughs) Is that what you're gonna do? No. We're just gonna boil him down until uh, he gets nice and uh, nice and good, and then we're gonna fucking drink him. So I'm actually gonna make him into like a little juice. Can we then... put a firm date on when this is gonna happen? I feel like poor Pedro. He's I... gonna okay. So the reason we are wanting to eat him so early is because I didn't think he's gonna live through the fall. But he's a cactus. Shut up! No, he's not. He's Ooh. an aloe vera. He will live through a fucking nuclear fucking war. Hey, and we're getting close. We might find yeah. out. Uh, no, cacti need, like, they need warmth and they need sun, and I don't have warmth. And sun. Just put them next to a heater. No, I have sun. Put a space um, heater. Just put them next to your butt. Space heater in a fucking 40-watt bowl. 
Anyway, I was worried about Pedro not lasting, um, but now I'm pretty positive Pedro's going to last the long haul. Pedro's so when when do you boys? Week. Yeah, when do you guys want to do it? This weekend. I have nothing to do. There's no well. There's football. I have a cares. hockey game at Saturday on Saturday at 11 p.m. Uh, 11 p.m. Yeah. Oh, gross. Who does that? <sighs> Fucking Jesus Christ. So okay, Why? two weeks from now. Awful. Two, Two weeks, weeks from now? now? That that sounds great. Because there's no college three-day weekend. I can probably make that happen. Yes. How do you have a three-day weekend? So, I think now would be an appropriate time for us to transition into what has happened with the NFL. Did you read that? Yeah. What has happened with fantasy football? What? Do we need to cut something again? What happened here? What's wrong with what Nothing. We're good. Right, we're good. So old man ass casters has come down. By the way, this is uh, brought to you by our friends at 3chi.com. I don't think we've given them any props today. 3chi for your Delta 8, Delta 9, Delta 10 needs. We are looking at the phone that old man <laughs> has presented us showing his fantasy football scenario. He is in the third place game. He has not played for money in the history of this league, which goes back, I think, to the Reagan administration. And uh, he is very excited, but we are in uncharted waters. And, uh, old man, why don't you explain what's going on here? I wish I knew. (laughs) So, fantasy football players that are in your third place or championship games, uh, we're in quite the pickle, aren't we? Uh, TJ, you are in a championship game. Would you like to elaborate on your situation and what should the fantasy football world and the NFL do in this super simple situation that they have in front of them right now? So this decision can easily be made if everyone would just look to the Yahoo Fantasy League ID number 5734567, which features myself, Scrodito Crunch. Can you text us that later? You, well, yeah, it'll be on the show description on Thursday. Um, so if NFL, Roger Goodell owners, if you could check out that particular game and see that I am down 30 or I, I have some room to make up, but I still have two <laughs> players to go, uh, Josh Allen and Joe Mixon. So uh, either uh, I, I just want to win. So if you could just, you know, resume this game or just let me win. Um, that would be cool. Either way, we're cool. Um, no, I, I don't know. Uh, Booger McFarlane brought up a really good point. Probably his first one in a while. Well, it was a straight point, and it wasn't crooked. It was a hard booger. Talk about shit you need to cut I'm out. trying to give him a hand. Okay. <laughs> his crooked... Never mind. Sorry, you were just blowing Pedro about a second ago. I'm trying to keep up here. Um, he, he, I think, I think Josh Allen just hit the stairs. I'm serious. <laughs> he, he brought up the point that they should wait until DeMar Hamlin's situation is better figured out <clears throat> to make a decision on when to resume the league. I know that's not going to happen. Game, not the the, no, he said the league. Well, they're playing this weekend. He said, we the, I'm time. just telling you what Booger McFarland said. He said they should wait to put to, to we should wait off to put on any games until. The league sees what DeMar Hamlin's situation is going forward. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but... Not good. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) but it's... I mean, it's a tragic thing, but, I mean, what is the the, um, show must go on kind of mentality? It's not... I mean, I get it. Like, you definitely... There's no freaking way that we're going to play that game Monday night. 
after what happened. But, and, and, and yeah, justifiably, like, don't fucking play after somebody just pretty much had to get CPR done. But then this weekend, I mean, <clears throat> I think you play. So, with Buffalo and Cincinnati, do you make them play? No. Okay. Well, yeah, you do. You Like, the, the games for this weekend? Okay. You yeah, make you them do. play? Yeah, for sure. Andy? I initially didn't give a shit about this. And then the more I thought about this, I started getting really pissed off. I don't want that Buffalo game played again. Yeah, like, yeah. there there are, like, Askasters, I have come from significant mental trauma in my days. <laughs> So but, no, well, you didn't have. Let's be just clear. You didn't have a traumatic brain injury or anything like that. No, but I've had traumatic trauma, situations. Yeah, trauma. Yeah, that lead to to issues similar to PTSD. It's like that they're, one they're... time he tore his uh, Achilles <laughs> all over again, <laughs> and then the nurse tried to pull him off by his knee or his, <laughs> by his ankle. ankle. The point guard. Anyway, so th- this is what got me like pissed off. The more and more I thought about it, there's a couple things that got me worked up. So. The, the primary one is that we, we've gone, we have seen so many ridiculous calls made for illegal hits on the quarterback due to supposedly air quotes player safety over and over and over and over again. Yeah. They, they, they bang that drum continuously. And we've done this for years where we keep getting shitty calls where quarterbacks don't get touched and the, the league comes back. Oh, that's what they needed to do. That's the letter of the law. That's player safety. If they truly believe in player safety, this game will not be replayed between Buffalo and Cincinnati because there are players on that field, I guarantee you, that went through a certain amount, and it hadn't been diagnosed yet, but I promise you it happened. The crazy thing Pete, is that the, that field has seen pretty big injuries. I'll, I'll get to, there. Uh, but the, you're talking about the PTSD yeah. from just witnessing the event, not as far as brain injury. So I apologize for earlier. Yeah, so a couple yeah. a couple things we got going on. So so PTSD is like for, for sure going to happen to a certain extent with some of these players. So, and what happens with PTSD? People get triggered on events that remind them of their initial trauma. So what in the fuck do you think is going to happen when they line up Buffalo and the Bengals in a week to two weeks from now to try to get this game played. No, they won't play this game, but they definitely should just play their prospective game for the upcoming weekend. I, I, I'm I'm okay with, with that. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen. Chuck it up to, I mean, you can chuck it up to just a tie. Or uh, no, I don't, I, know what you, I don't know what you do. I'm fine. I am perfectly fine with that. Because um. <clears throat> the Bengals, or not the Bengals, the Bills are playing for a number one seed here. So, I mean, how do you... So win, win percentage. It's win percentage. It's win percentage. I, Andy, I'm with you. I don't think, I, I and I agree with Booger McFarland to a further extent. Um, I don't think the NFL should play at least another game. I don't think they should play the eight gate week 18 right now. They should put off a week just to. I mean, in what other profession would you have? Would you witness and have the rest of the nation witness? Someone literally losing their Did heartbeat. Did you not fucking watch the Euros? With okay, so Christian Erickson, but, but they let me, carried him off but the let field, me, and they were like, "But, okay, but let me get to the rest way. of my point, though. Like, what other profession besides professional sports, or do you witness someone literally die on the field? Only to, I mean, temporarily, yes, but he literally lost his heartbeat, yeah. fell, collapsed on the floor, and then your employer expects you to come back the next week doing the same thing without having." 
any uh but it wasn't any, okay i i get what you're saying but it wasn't i shouldn't say it wasn't i don't think it was a football related like i don't think him maybe getting hit i think that was going to happen to him regardless he could have been on the sideline and that probably what was going to happen to him if uh, so from from somebody outside i get it like if i'm a teammate if i'm your teammate and you fall down and something bad happens to you yeah of course i'm going to be thinking about that shit all the time and the minute i get hit i'm just going to be worried but i don't think it was the hit i think that was going to happen to him regardless of where he was because they were even saying i mean silver lining here is it happened to him at the best fucking possible but I don't, place. Right, but that I shit would have happened to him it's in his apartment. The, it's not the hit that anyone's discussing. It's mm-hmm. the it's the fact that you witnessed and the sure, empo- yeah. and people witnessed one of their coworkers literally die on the field and be resuscitated yeah. and mm-hmm. expecting them to show back up a week later. Like you have to, and I've, I mean, in my profession, I've had multiple uh, uh, colleagues, and I've had multiple. Um, clients die. Yeah. It's just the field I work in. Yeah. Um, and, and I've never once gone back to work the next day and not had some type of social work or some type mm-hmm. of therapy be offered immediately. I've never had that. Um, I mean, they're 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 walking through to play this weekend. It, and I think they will. Oh, they will. One hundred percent. The NFL is not going to lock. Not there's too much 18. money there's exactly. too much money and that's what's fucked sponsor, up about it but too let's much, too much shit going on but i think to the point andy's making all this fucking hot air about player yeah. safety and you have i mean it's not just the nfl let's be fucking honest let's take a look at everyone who's advertising with the nfl and all, when those games are aired and put it on their shoulders too I mean, if the nfl really was concerned with safety why in the fuck did we at week 17 well here, here's here's the other thing that I, I mentioned this had me bent out of shape for a couple of reasons joe buck did not invent the statement that the players have been given five minutes to warm up and come back on the field that came joe, joe burrow was warming up no right mm-hmm. yes the players the players themselves buffalo had all 11 people back on the field and did you did you also see that they were also packing up their sideline? Yeah, the, the, so I I get it to a certain extent that that players up until this in, injury, every single player in the history of time, well, except for maybe one, in the history of the NFL, every time a player has been been injured, that game continues to go on. And even in the case fifty years ago when somebody died on the field in the NFL, the game continued as far as I remember. Different time, different place. But Under, yeah. Understand. But, but now where we're at right now, every single one of these players, they're professional athletes, they're conditioned to a certain degree to understand that it's, it's, we, we come back on the field and play. So I get it to a point, but that does not excuse what Joe Buck said, and this isn't Joe Buck's fault. Somewhere there was information given that led him to make a statement on air that the players were given five minutes yeah. to warm up because they were expected to well, come the, back and I think, play. I think the referee said it to the teams. Well, and then didn't both coaches convene? So here's, yeah. to, to my understanding, no. to my understanding, it, this is the thing that I don't know. Nobody has confirmed, and what really pisses me off about the NFL, and they got really good lawyers, so we're probably never going to know. The thing that pisses me off is we're never going to get a, a true statement from them that they said that they gave directive to restart the game. But what happened, I think, in my opinion, is they gave directive to restart that game. Zach Taylor, 
went right over to the coach of the Bills. He said, we ain't fucking doing this. And they got the fuck out of there. Yeah. And the NFL had nothing well, to do he, about even it. Even the NFLPA, the Players Association, were in on the whole discussion. So, I don't know. If Yeah, I I don't know. It's a new year. If you, it's what if, I mean. You have a stadium full of, you know, like 70, 50, 60, 70,000 people. I mean, I don't know. Like, you just, like, say, hold on. We're trying to figure out what to do. I don't know. Well, I, you're, I, th- I, th- I think there's more to it than just saying, hey, we're done. I think it's probably like a delay. Like, they probably knew they weren't going to play that game, but they're just trying to figure out how to move forward. I don't know. Well, I mean, no matter what. Glasses are back on, Askasters, for, for TJ, by the way. No matter. We're off for 32 seconds. No matter what, the NFL and Cincinnati and the Buffalo. And the, Buffalo program were put they were made to make a decision on Thursday ultimately the right decision was made but I don't think it was at the directive of the NH of the NFL sorry no absolutely, no it absolutely. was not no and no. like I think they probably said look you guys are down on the field if you want to play you can if not then we're going to make it your decision I don't think there was ever a time where they said no as the NFL we're not going to play today it, I don't know if it if the NFL wants to make a statement um, for the new year going forward with mental health, player safety, that whole thing. Make this the paramount issue. Um, make an example. Make a message with this, but it's not going to happen. Then don't, don't don't play fucking seventeen games. Don't play preseason for all that matter. The the only thing I'll say to the NFL's credit is that it, like the the people that I've followed on Twitter and and done a little bit of homework on that know how the league's built and how the league communicates and, and, and how teams operate has suggested that the the league has been very good about opening up resources. To your point, like when you've had issues happen with your work and you have the next day where you have the opportunity, should you choose, to accept therapy or, or those resources that are there. The NFL apparently is doing the exact same thing. So I'll give them a little credit there. But they are completely... That, that's, not, that's not their initiative, though. I bet you they're like... We're gonna look really fucking bad if we don't do this. Uh, right, part of it, yeah, it, it, and that's that's the easy part. I also think now I think it, it is an easy decision to never play another snap of this Buffalo Cincinnati game. If if they play another snap to try to continue that, that is that is against player safety. Well, how different every, is it? What's the difference between not playing that game other than playing Sunday? Because of, who, because of who you're playing. Not against each other. Because again, going going sure. back to this trauma thing. Okay. That if, if I'm if I'm Buffalo, that's the guy that I, I he, think, I'm you, in the secondary. You think they're not gonna fucking tackle T Higgins because they're like fuck. Like I'm, that's a serious it's question. A, it could absolutely a, happen. Yeah. That's a serious question. I wasn't it, like saying. And T be Higgins, ass. unfortunately, with the fucking disaster that social media is, he's getting they're fucking heat. Blaming they're him. they're giving him heat. I'm like. So, he did nothing wrong. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. Absolutely. Get off of ball. his ass. He did nothing. He did what he's supposed to do. Fuck him. Fuck the people that are coming after him. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. So it, there's just so many factors that could lead to accelerating mental trauma sure. from that standpoint. That if the league cannot understand that, as simple as that is. I mean, I think this is really simple. I think it's pretty binary. You don't fucking play that game. But if they play that, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be heated. Well, they're definitely not playing it. Anytime soon, but what about like what, what happens next Are, year? Do we or, know that though? It's only been postponed they're, for. They're saying they're playing week eighteen and then decide after I, that. I don't know what's happening. 
I don't know. They and um, I think I think the right move is I, just do the win percentage. I want to give give them. Don't fuck. Just it's a wash. No, there's no tie because the tie fucks with the win percentage. There's just it's a wash. You don't fucking lose. You don't win. You don't tie. And I want to put this out there to the ass casters. This we are recording. It is seven oh. It's seven ten p.m. Central, Central time, time. January fourth on a Wednesday. Um, in case anything has changed or uh, has been found not to be true or whatever, whatever's changed that depending well, on when you're listening. I think to the this. only update is that he's. Only using fifty percent of yeah know, oxygen. oxygen by machines. He's using his. So own. he's on fifty. Okay. Yeah. So because it was a hundred percent, and now he's on to fifty. To Carlos's point, I'm gonna circle back around on something that he said. Cincinnati has had a very, very unfortunate yeah, man, yeah. circumstance with some bad shit that's taken place. I think that place is haunted. Other close that fucking stadium down today. So we have we have what. I don't think is arguably the the worst event Concussion. medically that's happened just here within the last week. This is the same field that Tua got concussed on. Oh shit! This is the yeah, same. This is the same, this is the same field that Ryan Shazier got paralyzed on. And 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 I'll throw you the last one. Antonio, the, uh, Antonio Brown. Brown. Oh my god! That's when Antonio Brown became a B. <laughs> really it is. Really. It yeah. really is. So that and that is the perfect point that he just made. So when we saw Antonio Brown as a Tampa Bay, Buc- Tampa Bay Buccaneer walking off the field with that was, no shirt, that was in the Jets stadium though. The, I, I get yeah, it, yeah, but but when he's acting when he's acting like that, and people are like, it 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 could have something to do with with what has happened with his trauma on the field. If it's about player safety, I mean that is a, a yeah. perfect fucking example. It's wild. I was literally reading that last night. I'm like, no fucking way. The four things in recent memory that have That's been terrible. Shaysir was terrible. That that was awful. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't ever knocked out, but it was fucking bad. And Tua was on just... That was, yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. Um, I don't think that... Talk about a guy that should have, like, in my mind, if I'm him, I don't ever want to get heavier again. Oh, Tua. Tua. Yeah, talk about PTSD. I, I, I think they Miami's... were saying there, there was a the gal uh, that is with Colin Cowherd on the herd. Mm-hmm. Joy. Joy. Yeah. She was saying that she's like, if I'm Tua, I'm retiring today. Like, forget you already made a decent amount of money. Forget any time. But the Dolphins are probably gonna move on from him. If and if I'm Tua, I'm like, well, I'm moving on from you before. I, I don't. I don't. I'm think, done. I don't think Dolphins are moving on from. I don't think they are. Really? They've had a great. I their offense it, was humming this year. I think. Yeah, it, but he, with like, if if I'm if if I'm looking myself in the mirror, I'm like I don't ever want to put that guy on the field ever again. Twenty years ago, two was on the fucking field this week. Well, two yeah. probably, yeah. Two never fucking came off the field. Well, he had, well, he had to. I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, but, but you are right. But if I'm if I'm the if I'm the Dolphins, you know, owner, GM, coach. And if I'm two, I'm like, dude, I don't ever want to get, I don't want to fucking anywhere near my head. No. Um, that changes, that completely, that changes the way you play, the way you, I mean, Jesus Christ, I'd be fucking scared shitless. Just like this guy, I mean, God, if he ever comes back, let alone, you know, gain his, be back to normal, let alone go back to football, do you think, like, no fucking way. 
That's too real. And, yeah, what's your mental health worth? Yeah. I mean, we've seen all the people that have suffered from CTE and the tragedies that have stirred from that. Um, at what point, I mean, when you're, I mean, at what point when you're a parent and you're talking to your kids about right. when they're eight and nine years old, do you say, nah, this is, this isn't worth it. You need to do something else. You need to find something else. Um, yeah. it's not worth it. The thing between your ears is the most important thing you have. Like, yeah, for sure. They, they were like saying, like, I heard a point today where it was like, oh, well, you know, football's safer, but I'm like. Okay, but the athletes are more violent. Like, you look at high school kids, I'm like, dude, this guy is just, he looks like he can just go out and play the NFL today. Well, you know, it's wild. I remember talking to um, someone who was who played rugby, and they were bringing up the point, and they weren't from the United States, um, they were bringing up the point that there are hardly ever or the, not maybe hardly ever, but there are significantly less head injuries in Australian rules football and rugby. Yeah. And the re, and I know what happened to DeMar Hamlin wasn't necessarily a head injury. It was a heart stoppage. But just with the danger of the NFL that we're talking about, um, and she pointed out that the reason there are less injuries in, um, in rugby or Australian rules football in comparison with American football is the helmet. The helmet is what fucking causes all the motherfucking injuries because it's a, it's a, it's used as a weapon. And that's, I mean, tackling, it's getting better in the last five to ten years. Oh, I don't know about that. Hold, hold on. I think playing, are, on, playing on turf is probably worse. Well, playing on turf. Right. Playing on turf. Yeah, um, they the, 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 U, the United States Football Association is doing a better job of teaching tackling and recommending and how uh, and how the coaches teach tackling to developing leagues and Pop Warner football. So that is a positive. But, it, I mean, it is it, – the, the helmet is becoming – it is not becoming. It is a, it is a weapon and – Causing more injuries. Yes, it is. I, I mean – Boys, I got a split – I have a dinner at uh, seven thirty. Oh well. Or, well, <laughs> hope it's at uh, Walt's. <laughs> no, it's at a Blue. So. Oh, oh nice. you're fine. It's That's not nice. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I figured I'd better go and meet uh, my boss. Right on, Broseph. Until oh, until we smoke Pedro in two yeah, weeks. Two weeks, Pedro. Smoke him or eat him. Well, we we're can gonna do put both. A, we're gonna put him in a salad shooter. We can do both. <laughs> Chop them up and just, just go around and put out a salad topping. I'm gonna get, you're going to have the best Greek salad of your life. We can put them in the air fryer. Air salad. Air fryer. Some panko on them. <laughs> we can't afford panko, motherfucker. <laughs> See you, buddy. All right. Okay. The one, the one positive note that I've seen, other than the fact that uh, Hamlin might survive is what's been happening with his charity. Yes. So his, if I remember right, his stated goal on his charity, uh, and he's got Askasters, he's got a charity that I believe is, is kind of like a toy donation. Toys, yeah, toy donation for uh, under or at youth children. And I, I don't believe that his his goal for his charity was too terribly high 
I, I mean, literally for a pro athlete, I think his goal for his charity was like $2,500 of donations annually, which is, I mean, pretty low at the end of the day. As of the time that this podcast is uh, being recorded now, they were approaching $6 million. They hit they hit $6 million. $6 million for his charity today. So if, if he pulls through and... God, I hope he never plays again. If he decides he wants to, that's on him. But I, I hope he never does. And if, if he's able to dedicate himself to that charity, this might be one of the the great stories as far as what the end result could be if he pulls through. So hopefully hopefully we get there. But he's he's got a long way to go. He's 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 still in he's he's in trouble. Um I, um, Andy, you might have heard, uh, and you brought this up. We talked about the Chris Pronger injury in '98 mm-hmm. um, when he took a shot off the chest and he collapsed. Have they? That was from Comocio Cordis. Exact same thing. Same that thing. Happened that, with them. Yeah, same thing. Um, it is a it's a heart condition. Um, what happened to Chris Pronger, who was a defenseman at the time for the St. Louis Blues? He was hit in the chest, and apparently that causes a disruption in the electric current in it, your heart in the aortic valve, I it, think. If you're hit at the wrong – well, however you want to word it. If you're hit at exactly the right time or, the or exactly time. the wrong time, it will do what, what happened to Chris Pronger and what happened to Hamlin. So, and Chris Pronger, I mean, to, to put kind of a lighter note or a more optimistic note moving forward, Chris Pronger came back and – I believe won two Norris trophies after that. He played in f- he played four days after this happened. Yeah, um, obviously Hamlin's is his situation's a little bit more complicated than Pronger's, but just that Pronger was able to co- and Pronger was able to come back and play and live a successful life. A is he successful a Hall of Famer? Career. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Prongs is Prong- that what the hockey people call him? Prongs? Prongs. Yeah, he. I mean, and he was a monster. Uh, he played a physical game, and I mean, he still continued that after his injury. So, uh, hopefully, Demar Hamlin can um, get healthy from this. And yeah, Andy, thanks for bringing the lighter side about this. Uh, I mean, he was. I think it's gone up like four million dollars since the injury happened. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, that's that is an awesome. Uh, result of a shitty shitty situation um andy as far as nfl goes um kind of moving on from damar hamlin um one your vegas raiders talking about them and their coach and Derek carr oh. or david is oh. it Derek? Derek, David, well, one of the Carr brothers. David's his brother. Yeah, Derek. Not, not the Carr brothers like Go. locally in Wichita. Not those Carr not brothers. Not those Carr brothers. The other Carr brothers. Um, the good Carr brothers. Um, what do you see happening to Derek? What do you see happening He's to gone. Jeff McDaniels? Well, McDaniels stays. And it's just because they can't afford it, right? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, Derek, where is he going? How, where, where is you a Raiders fan? Where do you head next year and into the off season at quarterback? What are you hoping for? What have you heard? So, uh, Derek Carr is going to go to the, the last home for the, the wounded puppies. He's going to go to the Indianapolis Colts who, who cycle through quarterbacks like, like nobody's business. But, uh, Matt Ryan, he, they tried to recycle that waste and, and that didn't work. 
and uh, Derek Carr is going to be the new shiny toy next year, and he's going to relieve about a $31 million cap hit for the Raiders, which is why they're not keeping him. Yeah, and if he was if he were to get injured in Week 18, he would be gone. owed that money. Yeah, that's, that's why you just saw a start from Jared Stenham. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, Not a good one, by the way. Yeah. Well, actually, Stenham didn't do that bad in that game. But uh, as as far as a a, a long term solution, Stenham would not be one. The Raiders are going to have. Uh, probably not the greatest of draft positions going forward. So I don't know. I I, I don't know if you're going to be able to get your, your franchise quarterback with their draft position, and I just don't see the Raiders being smart enough or, or ballsy enough to, to move up to go get the guy that they need. So the, I think they're in a probably a really, really bad spot. I also don't know what this does with Devontae Adams. So – Devonte Adams, the whole beauty to that signing was the fact that he was getting married up with his college teammate and, and Derek Carr. That whole story's done, and I mean, Devonte Adams is probably the second best wide receiver in football right now, behind Jefferson. And does he really want to waste his time on a on a project quarterback? I I mean, I don't know about that. Uh, Josh Jacobs has had some post-game interviews where he's questioning coaching and 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 where he's at and and i don't know uh, he he seems like uh, some uncertainty there not a lot of good things happening as of um an hour ago about not even Devonte adams quote i wouldn't be here if Derek carr wasn't here but i still want to be a radar well well that, that's easy to say that was courtesy of Pro Football Talk. Thank you, Pro Talk. Pro Football Talk. So that I mean, that's easy to say today, but you come out of the gate one and four next year with a quarterback that's not good, and the rate or the Chiefs and the Chargers are kicking your ass in the division continuously. I don't. I don't know how good that feels. If that win total is under, is it? If it's at seven or below, I'm betting it. Or not seven or below. If it's seven or above, I'm betting the under. They're gonna be. They're, what do you have to look forward to on that team? They're they're talented. They the piece is the quarterback. The piece is the and, well. But and if coaching. you don't if you don't have a quarterback though, I, I know. But if if they can kind of, I'm trying to think what your short term option is from like a, a veteran quarterback that might be available, and I'm not really seeing any good options. Tom Brady. It's rumored. It's rumored. That was the that was the Dana White conspiracy if, theory, isn't it? If 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 Tom Brady's their quarterback, I'd go above seven wins. Oh, because you got you got Jacobs, Waller, Devontae Adams. Yeah, yeah. Crosby on defense. I would I, I would take it over. I would take that over. You're but beating Denver twice in division. There's two wins. I, Denver can't get worse. Denver cannot get worse. They could on defense. Russell cannot get worse. Their defense can get worse. Russell cannot get worse though. How I wouldn't think so. How long is his leech leash next year? Is long. I mean, it's two years long. Fuck. It's two years long. They have. They have. Here's how fucked they are. They have Walton money, and they don't. And they don't have enough money to get out of that contract. Yeah. That's. But. Ownership from Denver, Asscasters. We're switching topics a little bit to Denver here, but. 
from what I'm hearing of what's coming out of Denver, they are saying at the ownership level that it is going to be a complete overhaul in Denver. But in between the lines, you have to know that a complete overhaul means that Russell Wilson is still your quarterback to start next season. And by the way, your Devils are up one to zero. Um, thank you. Um, God, I I don't know. Um, I, I the the reports like it just seems like Russell Wilson sucks. Like not that he's bad, like he's not talented, but he's just he's not putting forth the effort to be not only a leader, but he's not even putting the effort in to be a good teammate. I don't. I don't think it's not that he's not putting in the effort to be a good leader. I think he tries. A good teammate, debatable. But he, it come, they say winning cures everything. In Seattle, winning cured everything. Russell Wilson was the same douchebag in Seattle that he is now in Denver. Now he's just not winning. So when, when you hear some of the guys that played with him in Seattle – during some of those successful se- Russell Wilson almost won two Super Bowls. He when, won one. He was a play away from the second one. Yeah. When when you think about those guys that have played for Seattle and they're now they're detached from that situation now and can speak freely, they they basically tell you, We hated this guy. We hated him. But we played for him because we were winning. And how much does Pete Carroll's stock go up. Perfect transition. Geno Smith is he came out firing fucking dimes, and isn't he still the the NFL leader in passing per, uh, completion percentage? Geno Smith at the beginning of the year, we were arguing on this podcast if he was going to start over Drew Locke, and now he's getting Pro Bowl consideration. <laughs> I I hope our listenership in Denver goes up. I mean, they're, we're probably going to get a lot of hatred, but I don't care. Denver, you got a great college hockey team. Not the University of Colorado, Denver. No, that's, I, that's where I was going. I just wanted to make sure. I'm saying Boulder. <laughs> My difference between Denver and Boulder, Colorado. Come on now. Um, I, I, he, I mean, the the things about him having his own parking spots and his own office. But hold on, I'm, I'm putting the brakes on that immediately. He had his own parking spot in Seattle, as does every starting quarterback. A, that doesn't mean he's any less of a douchebag, though. It, it means he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, and that's just what you get. Andy, but now he's losing. You've been in multiple. You've been in multiple locker rooms. Granted, they were like high school and like, like you know, middle school locker rooms. Same here. Same here, but you know when the coach's kid is treated differently, everyone else on the team gets pissed off. But he, th- what I'm, what I'm saying right there is he's not getting treated differently. The fact that he's got his own, his own parking space is every single quarterback in the NFL has their own parking space. Every one of them. He's just losing now. I don't know if they do. They? I'm sure do they, they do. I'm sure do they, they do. They? Absolutely. Let's look this. I, up. I'm sure of it. It, it, it's not a Russell Wilson thing. Geno Smith pulling into Seattle right now. He's got his own spot. 
See, I, I don't I don't believe that. I don't know what you just found on Wikipedia, but this is, I'm going to edit it. Well, this is Golf Digest. <laughs> well, that's Bronco be. players are reportedly furious that Russell Wilson has his own office and private parking spaces. Office. Spaces. Well, that's a big car. Office and sp- spaces? Okay, so no, they're not just pissed off that he has his own office. It's parking spaces. This guy's a fucking douchebag. He be- Okay, now, you didn't start that argument off with spaces. You said space. I apologize. You you moved the goalpost on me. Unlike in Scrabble, I do not get full points for adding the S. That is true. Um, No, I I hope he fails. I hope he fails. Failing now. I I hope he fails even worse. Um, Fuck him. Um, Also, on people I like to see do horrible. I thought you were going to say heroin. Well, heroin too. I mean, whatever way you want to go down the horrible path, I'm not wishing heroin addiction on anyone. Askasters. Um, uh, who the who is the motherfucker I was gonna make fun of or not like? This moment brought to you by our friends at three chi dot for your delta eight, delta nine, delta ten needs. Reach out to three chi dot com. God damn it. Son of a bitch. We're talking about Russell Wilson failing. Someone uh, else wanting to fail, but who was it wanting to fail? That you wanted somebody to I fail? I want to fail. Hmm. Um, oh, 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 that we like seeing fail. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun uh, Watson has been fucking garbage in Cleveland. Um, yep. You know, fuck him. Not to the same degree, but fuck Russell Wilson. Um, and... From a contract standpoint, when we want to talk about fucked, Cleveland is more fucked than Denver is fucked. Because Deshaun Watson's contract is fully guaranteed. Fully guaranteed. And I guess there could be some argument that Deshaun Watson is getting incrementally better even though he, I guess he is coming off of about a two-year hiatus from playing, so maybe that compass is pointed in the right direction. But, I mean, in the words of somebody from Home Alone, woof, oh, Buzz's girlfriend, oh. Um, I think it was Mike Lombardi today on the Jim Rome show, maybe, or it was last week, I don't know. It might have not even been the Jim Rome show. Um but they were talking about De- Deshaun Watson and how he has been performing terribly. Um, just not the same dude. Not playing with confidence. Yes, he has been on a bit of a break, but um, glad to see that douchebag's failing at life. Deshaun Watson's QBR at the moment is 36.7. That's a nice $245 million investment. 36.7? 36.7 is his QBR Woo! since he returned. Let me see if I can get you a little you bit. You are of... older than his QBR. I am. I am. Uh, let's see here. Brown's last couple of games here. Let's see if we can get you. Uh, apologize, ass casters. I'm trying to look up the schedule for your Cleveland Browns. So, yeah, but... since he came back, was defensive. So... Even worse. And that Commander's victory, 
Uh, da, 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 I'm trying to read between the lines. Was that a Carson Carson Wentz start who has now been benched for the rest of the season again? Because I think Heineke's out. No, so I think uh, they start they started Wentz, didn't they? I um, Heineke is the backup, I believe, isn't he? And then, well, he was starting because Wentz got hurt. Wentz and then is they, Wentz is uh not dressed for this week. For no, for this week you're right. Yeah, yep. Uh, I think, yep, let's see. Shot, nope, not him. Yep, so Carson Wentz in this game that they lost to Cleveland. Carson Wentz was your starter. And here is why you won't be seeing Carson Wentz for the... He's pissed away his third team. Here's Carson Wentz's numbers. 16 for 28 for 143 yards and three picks. And somehow that QBR is about the same as Deshaun Watson's. 36.5 36.5 for that game. He's got a three interception game that's 36.5 on his QBR, and that's about exactly what Deshaun Watson's QBR is for the entire season. Enjoy that for five years, Cleveland. Ouch. Well, in the famous words of our dear friend Shaway, Cleveland gonna Cleveland. Oh, I was gonna say, sucks to suck. Oh, well, it does suck to <laughs> suck, and Cleveland gonna Cleveland. Kind of the same thing. Um. Yeah, just uh, just awful shit there. Um, the my team right now, the Dallas Cowboys, they have the potential to lock up the NFC East and the number one seed in the NFC this weekend. So they would need they need to win, and we need the a Eagles Philly need loss. A loss, and that's all you need. Mm, I believe so. We might need a 49ers loss in there. Um, okay. But yeah. Well, I've um, got a I've got an Eagles minus 180 ticket to win the division that wouldn't be very very happy if that happened, but I guess I guess I'll be rooting for you anyway. Oh, you don't have to. <laughs> I, I wouldn't root for me. <laughs> I wouldn't expect you to root for me. I, I root for you sometimes. Um Andy to your point earlier touching on the DeMar Hamlin thing. Uh, Zach Taylor is giving praise to um, Sean McDermott. Is that the co- Bills coach for uh, his swift actions in regards to that situation? Um, Devil's up 2-0. Emily Kaplan um, anointed that the United States men's national team, the soccer boys, are officially a premier na- uh, premier world program because we have an international scandal on the grandest scale. I was going to ask if that had anything to do with it. So what's the deal there? They're investigating, was it Burhalter? So Claudio Reyna, who is the... Askasters, we make great transitions. Now we're going back to soccer. Claudio Reyna is, and his wife are the mother of Gio Reyna who plays currently for the U.S. men's national team. He was benched for a good portion of the tournament. And weren't you guys arguing that he should be playing? We, Carlos and I, were arguing that he should have been playing. We were asking what the hell is going on. Um, Burhalter, uh, it it later was pointed out that Burhalter was keeping Reyna off the pitch because of maturity and team issues. Um, Then... Gio Reyna's mother, 
and Claudio Reyna's husband. Uh, Claudio Reyna played with Burr Halter in the 90s on the U.S. men's national team as well. With Tony Miola. With Tony Miola. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Gio Reyna's mother told the U.S. men's national program that Burr Halter had kicked his now wife and then girlfriend, Rosalind. Um, So, I don't know. Just... I don't know who to fucking believe. Burr Halter said it happened, and they, they're they happily married now. Um, it seems, I don't know, it seems like he's past it, and Rosalind, or Rosalind said that she was past it. Um, I just wish we could, like, we already had the youngest team in the fucking tournament. Can we just get our best players on the field? Like, can we drop the petty shit and just have a, the best players? Be nice. Um, we're not, we're not talented enough to have feuds like this. Um, other than that, I have nothing else to wrap up on. It was a great holiday break. Um, I don't really, we played, we played some video games over the holidays. You got me a great book over Bo Jackson. About two months ago, it was an early present. Um, your, your next one's coming tomorrow. <laughs> um... Yeah, so that's all I really have. I mean, I don't, I don't know if we're doing final thoughts Final yet, thoughts, but, final thoughts. Uh, Andy, what do you think about the Burhalter situation? How was your Christmas slash New Year's? And what are your final thoughts? Uh, U.S. soccer, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for him. I think the thing I'm excited for is the fact that World Cup's going to be in North America in 2026. And I'm, I'm getting to the age where I, I hate to be around people more than I ever have in my entire life. But, God, I'm going to be around a whole bunch of people when that shit happens in 2026. And we're going to watch that in a bar. There's no way I'm going to fucking KC Power and Light. But I, I Oh, I'm going to a game. I'm going to a game or two. Oh, um, I, I don't think I can do that. But uh, I, I'm excited to see where, where U.S. soccer is at. I'm going to shoot from the hip and make the assumption that they're going to be good enough to qualify for the World Cup. If they can't, that would be pretty... Well, they're the host nation. Uh, no. Yeah, they already qualified. So they're good. Okay, so we don't have to worry about that. So they're good there. Um, I thought the USA had some offensive deficiencies uh, in this World Cup, but, I mean, four years from now, I mean, that could be a completely different picture, so I'm not too terribly worried on that that front. So that will be exciting. As far as Christmas... Uh, in the break, I watched more fucking TV than anyone should ever be able to do. Uh, Yellowstone, completely caught up. It's amazing. Just watch it. And it's, season five? I'm completely caught up. Okay. I've, I've got a what's called a Philo membership now to oh. watch season five. So we're, we're all good on that. Uh, Askcasters, uh, if you've ever had hesitation to watch Yellowstone because it's a Western with Cowboys, just pretend it's not a Western with Cowboys. I, I'm going to throw my opinion in there just so the Askcasters know. Askcasters, I watched it until season two, episode five, and the cowboy hat still bugged me, so I don't know. Oh, fuck. So I, I quit watching. Anyway, so it, it's good enough. It's better than Breaking Bad, which is probably a point of contention with you and I. But but you haven't finished Breaking Bad. I know, because it's putting me to sleep. It's my sleepy show right now. But better than Breaking Bad, the spinoff of Yellowstone 1883 is pretty damn good. 
Some people think that that's better than Yellowstone. I wouldn't quite go that far, but it is definitely worth the watch. It's only one season. You can get through that whole thing in a fucking weekend, so encourage you on that. And just started 1923, which is another spinoff of Yellowstone. Great, great TV. So are we going to get a Depression era uh, Yellowstone? We're, I, we're kind of there. We're just kind of we're, we're right in our dirty 20s right now. We're just coming out of World War One. So, yeah, we got World War II coming up. We're going to get maybe a Cold War Yellowstone. Yeah, remember, we're still still working out the uh, situation. We we never really did a good job of um, taking care of the the Native Americans, and and that's ongoing. So, uh, wait, what? We never really did a good job of taking care of the Native Americans, which is an ongoing theme in in Yellowstone in 1883 and 1923. So, uh, regardless of what our international conflicts are, we have internal conflict that we didn't really do a good job of. So you get you get some of that. Um, and then let's see, had a great time in Vegas. And uh, oh, final thing that I'll put on my final thoughts is I am going. I have. I've already done this. The line on TCU versus Georgia is thirteen and a half. I went ahead and just moved that line to 14 and a half for TCU, and I just bet the shit out of it. I mean, TCU has continued to defy public knowledge game after game after game after game. And if you're going to give me two and a half, well, plus I get more than two touchdowns, I'll take it. I'll take it. And I have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I bet on something today, but I forgot what it was. Um, that's just kind of where my betting life has been. I did hit over, I hit this weekend on something. Sounds exciting. I, I, yeah, I'm just living a, (laughs) just, just cheer, man. (laughs) Just cheer on the betting front. Um, on that note, Askcasters, we are happy to be back for the new year. We will be coming at you with a new episode every Thursday until the NFL season is over. Thursdays? Oh, the release date. Yeah, the okay. release date for Thursdays um, gotcha. as far as our episodes go. And then probably transitioning closer to summer and NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, we will move back to our weekend shenanigans where we are much more... Um, Loose. Loose, liquored up, and some of us are enjoying um, vacation. That's true. So, um, we have all that more to be excited about. Andy, do you have anything else for the Askcasters? Askcasters, appreciate your downloads. Thank you, Canada. Bye.